Jesus said, Let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works, and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Every good endeavor is a gift from God. Here on Faith Marketplace Radio, you'll be inspired, equipped, and encouraged in your work as you hear business leaders share how their faith impacts their work. Joining us every Saturday at noon on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. For Faith Marketplace Radio, here are your hosts, Bob Lambert and Jennifer Villarreal. Welcome to Faith Marketplace, a show featuring stories from Christian business leaders to equip and encourage. We want to inspire you to live out your faith in the work that you do through the daily interactions in your business and life. Hi, and I'm Bob Lambert, the co-host of the show. I'm the founding partner of the Samurai Business Group. Uh, we offer businesses, owners, entrepreneurs, sales and sales management and business development training. We put the wind back in your sales. And I'm Jennifer Villarreal-Reyes, founder of SalesFromTheHeart.com, customized business coaching for life and business with unshakable confidence. I teach coaches and entrepreneurs how to sell from the heart and connect with their favorite type of people to serve so they can have more consistency and clients they adore. Connect with me at SalesFromTheHeart.com. Hey, and I have the privilege and the distinction to uh, introduce a longtime friend and colleague, uh, boy, probably going on 20 years that we've known each other, finally convinced him to come on the show. He's a great Christian brother, but I'd like to introduce you to Vince Ricciopo. He's a PhD. His company is Center for Expert Performance. Uh, he's the president of that, and he's got, uh, he's speaker. Uh, he also has an um, international speaker because he considers Canada and London part of international. Uh, he also is an author and a consultant, organizations, incredible places to which to work. You're going to learn a lot today uh, about how to really create an unbelievable atmosphere for your team and your employees. Vince, welcome. Thanks. Glad to be here. Appreciate it. Why don't you share with our audience a little bit about your background and then, uh, you know, uh, why, you know, why are you combining faith and work? But we're going to get into that a little bit. But why don't you give a little bit more uh, information to our, our listeners about you and who you are? Sure. Um, I uh, well, that's a that's a great question. I could talk for <laughs> hours just on that one. <laughs> well, uh I, I founded a company uh, about 20 years ago or 25 years ago, uh, a center for expert performance with the idea of creating expertise around because I saw so oftentimes that, that people were being left behind, that people in organizations were being left behind, that the leaders did not raise them up so that they could do as much as they possibly could do in that, in that organization, in their organizations. One of the other things that's come recently, and I think Bob and I have talked about this, is uh, I've been heavily involved in my own church. And I, I, I may share a story later on about uh, what that process was like, but feeling uh, called into leadership into my own church and helping find an interim pastor for our own church. And it's brought me a new sense of what leadership really means. So if I go back to my business, what I'm, what I'm trying to accomplish with that is taking the work out of workplace so that we can make it more fun, more engaging, more enjoyable, and that people just have a great time in their organizations. And I do that through coaching, and I do that through teamwork, et cetera. Uh, and I'm, I'm uh, pretty good at what I do. I, 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 and I think that that's because of, uh, you know, just listening to what God's word is and saying, okay, what, do you, what are you being called to do? 
Yeah, that's great, Vince. Well, we want our listeners to make sure that they stay tuned for the entire segment, two segments with Vince on, but you can also text us whether you're listening to this live or the podcast. That number is 224-404-1988. Include the keyword influence. And Vince has a gift for all of our listeners. He's going to give you the first chapter of his book. So we're going to talk about that in just a moment, but just make sure that you text us. So Vince, can you tell us a little bit more about the the type of people that you serve? Is that C-level executives? Right. Yeah, it's it's usually C-level of, of, of the organization. So it'll be a CEO, COO, uh, chief human resource officers. Uh, these are people that have finally recognized that if they want to grow profitability and performance in their organization, that it's really essential that they develop their people. Let's face it, the number one expense for any organization's happens to be people. And if we get that piece right, if we get it right, then the organization soars and it grows. Yeah, so Vince, why don't you tell us a little bit more, why are you so passionate about this work that you're called to do? Well, I think it started a while back when I was at the IBM Corporation and I was working in the IBM Corporation and I was, I had been successful with external consulting and I did project management and then I went into sales. Uh, Bob will appreciate this. I didn't have to sell my way out of a wet paper bag to tell you the truth. <laughs> and I was, I was wondering why it was that I could do so well in all these other areas and I didn't know about sales and I couldn't do it in sales. So I, I left the IBM corporation. There was a, a buyout opportunity. I always wanted to start my own business. And well, that was probably one of the world's biggest mistakes, maybe. <laughs> but, but I started my own business and started uncovering the expertise of really high performance about why these high performing salespeople could produce such extraordinary results. And my first engagement, a large one was with Discover Card. And we went in and literally looked at what were the highest performing uh, aspects of those performers in their best salespeople and then taught a lot of other people. And we saw uh, almost 40% increase in sales when we taught those other people in 90 days. So it was just extraordinary. And I said, we are really missing it in organizations if we don't look at teaching people how to become the very best. Hey, Vince, you know, uh, nothing is, uh, you know, wine and roses. There's challenges along the way. So uh, what are some of the challenges you have faced? And, uh, and more importantly, I think you have a story about a recent one, too. The uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's always challenges along the way. I mean, last year was a real kind of a, a, a difficult time. I ended up going into lines of credit, having to borrow money, and it was a it was a really really tough challenge that in that during that year. And I I came to the realization. I mean, this is just kind of recently that uh, it's not about me. It's about other people. It's it's it's. If, if I pursue money, if I pursue wealth, if I pursue exaltation and fame for myself, what happens is it's empty and it's, it, it never produces anything. And so uh, I, I'll share this story. I, I, I think I shared with Bob a while back is that I was um, asked to be on the, our interim nominating pastor committee. We're on a Presbyterian church. And there's a long period of time between the hiring of a pastor and uh, the actual uh, uh, 
hiring of an interim pastor and then uh, a final pastor, uh, the, the one we actually uh, hire permanently. But this interim pastor experience was extraordinary for me because I'm a doer and I like to get things done. And so I thought when I started this pastoral search that it would be done yesterday. <laughs> you know, I would start in November, it would be done in October. And and that's not what God wanted. <laughs> because we asked several people and they said no, and they couldn't do it. And they were great candidates. And it just kept going on until I asked one of the people who was a Garrett Seminary professor, re retiree, and I said, can you be a transitional pastor? Can you just help us for two months? And he said, yes. And everybody loved him. Our leadership board called the session loved him. The people in the church loved him. He started moving our church forward. Even one of the candidates we interviewed for this position of the permanent interim said, you ought to hire this guy. And we went back to him. It was like, and he says, I feel a calling here. And I said, you are called, literally called by God to serve in this church. And it changed my whole perspective. It, it got me talking about, don't push God. Don't push the river. Sit quietly and discern and listen. And so I've been using that in my business, and, and, it's, and the business is soaring. And I'm just, I'm just not like sitting there, wow, I didn't, what have I done? <laughs> Jennifer, you can relate to that, right? <laughs> yeah, there's so many great things there that you said, Vince, especially when, you know, it's not about us. It's who we're called to serve and uh, when we're called to serve, right? And so can you expand a little bit more on that, Vince, on how you incorporate your faith and work? Because it sounds like you've had a lot of great insights, but what does that look like for you with faith and work? Oh, boy, in just the last few, few months, I've been sitting there saying, what's God called me to do in my business? And, and that, I, gave, I, gave, I got surprising answers. What I'm really good at is, is finding great people to work with me just finding and, and, and elevating them and helping them grow and helping them develop and uh, becoming the best uh, that they could possibly be. And what I'm just, what I'm finding is, let me step back a second. I had a, a partner very on when I left IBM and it, it didn't work out so well. It's, it, and, and we split up. But what happened is since lately I've realized that I need those other people. It's not about me. I've got to have these other people. And, and Dave and I, his name is Dave Masello, and I have come back together and we're forming new joint ventures. He just called me a piece of business. I just called him about another piece of business. And we're all trying to do the same thing, which is to elevate and grow people and organizations to their highest levels. And it's just been an astounding journey. I just I feel like I should fasten my seatbelt because it's moving so fast. <laughs> well, this segment has certainly moved really fast. And we're going to be back in the next segment with Vince, uh, owner of Center for Expert Performance. And you can find him at expertperformance.com. But you can just text us here at the studio and we'll get you connected. That number is 224-404-1988. Include the keyword influence. And we're going to give you a chapter from his book. And he's going to tell you a little bit about that in the next segment. Yeah, and you wanted to also check out our website, faithmarketplace.com. We've got all the resources out there. We're going to have a big announcement coming in about a month uh, that Jennifer has been working tirelessly on. I am excited. I'm really pumped, and we can't wait to share that to our Faith Marketplace community as to what we're going to be doing. 
But uh, we're going to be back in the next segment with my friend Vince Ricciopo, PhD. And he's going to share more about team building. We're also going to get into maybe a favorite Bible verse, what he could say to his younger self. So stay tuned. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here with our special guest, Vince Ricciopo, PhD. He is the president of Center for Expert Performance. Uh, we have some tips at the beginning of this, but Vince, uh, what I want, to sh- want you to share with people is you have a favorite Bible verse, and why is that important to you? Actually, this became my favorite recently. Maybe I, I might find another one down the road a couple of weeks from now, but this one became my favorite <laughs> recently. And it's the parable actually of the mustard seed uh-huh. and the, the, the plant that is what is a few millimeters in size plants and becomes a huge, huge bush. One of the, one of the candidates we were talking to, to be an interim pastor for us said that I don't care if your faith is the size of a mustard seed. I said, we need you. We need you, that faith and that leadership that you have. And he talks to his congregation that way. And it just was a a kind of a profound piece. It says, and I've used that with some of the people in our church who are having difficulty with understanding. One guy said to me, I'm not sure I believe in God. And I said, Mm -hmm. you know what? I still need you. We still need, if your faith is that tiny, tiny two millimeters, we need you. We need your voice and we need your experience. So that's, that's been really powerful. And when I take it into business, when I think about business, is uh, the people that I've seen that just 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 blossom and grow into these what large trees, uh, like the mustard plant, a, a powerful, powerful experience. When I coach people, when I when I work with them, or when leaders work with them, they finally get it, and it creates an incredible amount of engagement and happiness in these folks. Yeah, and I've had the personal experience uh, in, in uh, engagements with Vince that uh, with uh, the amazing stuff that he's been able to do with people, particularly business leaders, and getting them to look at the whole perspective of their teams and people that are around them and everything else. So, uh, kudos to you, Vince. Thanks, thanks. As uh, one of my clients said to me, and I was just very flattered when he said, "He said I've got a new person I want you to coach," and he said, "Go do your magic." <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It's well, it's 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 never about me. Yeah. <laughs> well, Vince, you have an international best-selling book. Can you share with our listeners what the title of that book is and what it's about? Yeah, it's called Expert Performance: Achieve Extraordinary Results with the Team You Have. It's a it's available on Amazon. And I wrote the book because there are so many books on leadership that talk about theory and about high-level issues around leadership, a lot of academic books. And I said, we need something practical. I believe that leaders are are made, not born. There, there's some caveats around that, too. I think what I'm finding in my next book, because in the next book I'm writing, is uh, is about how people become leaders. And what I'm finding is many people have had some kind of history of their life that caused them to be more attuned to leadership. But what I found in this book is that there are certain elements that people need to practice to become good leaders. And that's why I wrote the book, because there, there are a series of practices 
My website has some assessments that you can do for each chapter to understand how you fit in, what you need to learn from the book. And the chapter I'm offering is called The Power of Influence. And it is, it is like the number one essential piece that leaders must have to be great leaders. They must create an environment in which others will allow them to influence them. Notice how I said that. Create an environment in which others allow them to influence them. That's, that's great, Vince. That's great, Vince. And we want to make sure that all of our listeners here get that chapter. So again, make sure that you text us. That number is 224-404-1988. Include the keyword influence. You can send that anytime, whether live or listening to the podcast. And we're also going to give away five copies of his book. And again, uh, that book is called Expert Performance, Achieve Extraordinary Results with the Team You Have, Guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. And that is actually excellent. Um, Vince, what kind of words of wisdom would you give to your younger self? Oh, you know, I, uh, the words of wisdom, and, and this is a process of personal forgiveness that goes on too, is that I look at my younger self and how uh, I was desperate to be visible and to exalt myself and to become I wanted to become a manager at IBM because I wanted the exaltation and the glory. And then uh, the younger self I would give the message to is is that it's never about you, Vince. (laughs) It's about everybody else. It is about God's people. It is not about you. And as soon as we get that, as soon as leaders get that, uh, they soar. They become extraordinary. That's the message I would give to myself. All right. Well, Vince, I want to ask, though, because it's, we say it's not about us, right? And it's about who we serve. So why should people engage with you then? Why should they step up and, and reach out and look at, you know, expert performance? Many people don't know how to do uh, this process of putting themselves aside. And it really is the process. Uh, I've got uh, a client uh, today and I was talking about who's I was talking with and his boss and he wants to be exalted. He wants to be seen as an expert. He really doesn't know how to be consultative or work with other people in a way that helps them uh, be, in this case, be safe in their environment. Uh, I, I found it that Many times uh, people get it with customers. They understand that to be a customer, you have to serve your, I mean, to be a a vendor, you have to serve your customer. But yet there's many, many times when they come back into the organization and don't know how to do that with their colleagues and their peers and their bosses, how to be the servant to those people in in those environments. It's uh, so why would they engage me? It's because I help them get there and help them become powerful at influence. Like I said, influence is creating, it's really a a privilege granted from other people. And we have to be able to to have the skills and tools to do that. So what are some of the challenges though, Vince, that prevent them from being able to do that? What are some stories that you can share with us briefly about some clients that you've helped? This will be an interesting one because it's very apropos. Uh, I had a client who was working in a hospital and he was proselytizing about Jesus. 
Now, that is not necessarily a bad thing, but in the hospital environment, not a good thing. And he was he was quoting scriptures that were talking about men or women being in deference to women. And now you've, you're in an environment in which 80% of the people are women. And so he was he was told not to do this. Don't proselytize. Now he had come to faith by having a, a, a you know like a real a moment, a, an epiphany, literally, that he said saved his life. And all these things are good things, but the proselytizing was causing him so much problem. There was there, he was almost ready for termination. I was the third coach to work with this guy, so I I, I realized he he was very very defensive. He was very closed in. He kept quoting scripture back at me. He had a word for everything that I talked about. And finally, I realized that I wasn't going to ever, I didn't need to change this man. I just need to rechannel him. And so what I helped him do was I said to him, I said, Jesus is really important to you. And he said, yes, yes, he is. And I said, he saved your life. And he said, yes, he did. And you want other people to understand that. And he said, yes, I do. And I said, uh, you're in a hospital environment. Now, if I give you 100 milligrams of a drug, it might save your life, but I give you 1,000, it might kill you. And I said, I said, you're kind of on this 1,000 milligram piece. <laughs> he laughed. He says, yeah, I can clear out a whole room. I mean, he could. He could clear out a whole room. And finally, I says, well, wasn't Jesus more about his actions? than? I mean, he did have great words, but wasn't he about his actions of the lepers, curing the sick? and embracing the poor and the outcast, I said, why don't you go act like Jesus and not try to tell everybody why they should do this about find Jesus? And he did. And a few years later, he got an award from the hospital as one of the top employees. His peers gave him an award, an informal award, saying that you're the most helpful guy that in our whole group. He just changed who he was. But, you know, that's a healing process, isn't it? Yep. It's an amazing healing process. And that's the kind of work that I do with people. Hey, wow. Vince, why don't we share with the audience uh, something special about you that uh, your bride won't be in the same room with you to do when you do it. <laughs> something special. Oh, you're talking about the singing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was uh, I was always loved to sing. And I took lessons. It didn't work so well until I got into graduate school. So I'm going through my doctoral work in education. And I go to uh, this, uh, oh, I was about to go into uh, uh, sign up for classes. And I met a guy who is a teacher, just lucky. And he taught me how to sing opera. And I, my voice is so big, it's, it's over 100 and some decibels when I sing at some of the high notes. And it hurts people's ears. It, <laughs> rings, it rings pans and uh, pots and pans. And, our, and my wife said when I sang in the church, a full 400-person church, down in, I'm up the top, she's down in front. And it would rattle her earrings. 
Oh my goodness. That is so funny, Vince. Well, we don't want to have you sing on air right now because we have some earphones in, but we will connect you to our listeners. And if you want Vince to sing for you, we'll get you connected. So make sure that you text us here. That number is 224-404-1988. Include the keyword influence. You can also connect with Vince at expertperformance.com. Again, that's expertperformance.com. You're going to want to stay tuned for our next segment because we also have a very special lady joining us all the way from Wisconsin. She's going to be sharing with us her passion and some of the things that she's doing. So stay tuned. We're going to be right back with Faith Marketplace. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we've got another special guest on here today. I'd like to introduce you to Nicole Thompson Coughlin. She's the executive director of One Hope. Nicole, I'd like you to tell our audience what it is you do at One Hope and what One Hope is. Yes, thank you for having me. It is such a pleasure to be here. So like you said, my name is Nicole Thompson Coughlin. I'm the executive director of One Hope. So our mission is to focus the neighborhood professional and faith-based energy to restore hope and transform lives in Kenosha. How we do that is focusing the energy on foster care mentorship and neighborhood transformation work. Nicole, you said foster ship mentorship and what was the third one? Yes. So foster care mentorship and neighborhood transformation. So can you expand a little bit on each of those things? Yeah, absolutely. So how we look at our work is really program, promote, and partnership. So we operate a program called the One Hope Foster Family Support Network, where we serve and wrap around foster families in our community and just help them in their day-to-day needs. So anything you can imagine that they would need support in, we come alongside them to do that. We promote through mentorship. So we partner with other incredible nonprofits in our community doing faith-based work in the mentorship space, building up the next generation of leaders. And then we partner with neighborhoods, with residents to see their just dreams and vision for their neighborhood come to fruition as we lead, launch, and learn together. Well, we want our listeners to make sure that you connect with Nicole. And by doing so, you can just text us here at the studio, 224-404-1988. Include the keyword One Hope. That's the number one in hope. We'll get you connected to Nicole and onehope.community. And also, we have some giveaways for you, which we're going to talk about in just a moment. Nicole, I can't tell that you're passionate at all about what you do. So how'd you get into this work? What what inspired you to do this? Yes, it was a windy path. So I always knew that I wanted to help others make an impact and offer hope. And for me back then, I had a very narrow view of what that looked like. So I actually started in nursing school in healthcare. So I was about halfway through my clinicals. I was at OB tech assisting with C-sections deliveries. And I just had this out-of-body experience every day I would show up to my classes and to my clinicals. And I just knew I wasn't where God would have me. And so I just had this very powerful moment where I just knew it was the voice of God speaking to me, asking to drop it all. And everyone thought I was nuts. Everyone thought I was crazy, you know, dropping it all halfway through my junior year of college. Um, But I was obedient to that. I knew I had to be. And God was so faithful in that he opened opportunities to work with one of the top academic medical hospitals in the country. And there I worked in what was called the community engagement department. So through that process, I learned that you can actually help people and offer hope and impact lives in the marketplace, not necessarily by the bedside in healthcare, 
So that totally transformed my perspective on just career and professional uh, route I was going to take. So I had some great mentors who just, you know, pursued and just said, you should go for business. It's nonprofit. It's for profit. It's your own business. It's so broad. So I transferred to UW Parkside, pursued my business um, management degree, bachelor's of science, and just through that experience, had awesome opportunities to work with the foundation, a nonprofit tech company in Silicon Valley, and then also participating in a national sales competition by the grace of God alone, you know, I was able to place first. Don't ask me how I did it. Um, you know, except some training. Right. You know, yay God. And so that opened up some incredible doors with Fortune 500 companies on East Coast and down South. But how God works, right, is I had just another impactful moment where he boldly spoke and said, I'm meant to be part of the change in this city, Kenosha, Wisconsin. So I knew I could not accept those offers. So I, as crazy as it sounds, I just sat tight. And then when I was nearing graduation, an opportunity opened up for an organization called Downtown Kenosha Inc. for an executive director role. I just had a piece about it, applied for it. And then in that role, it taught me so much. It had its challenges, but I learned a lot about leading through change management, creating alignment and managing multiple stakeholder relationships. So when I was in that position, I heard about One Hope and just immediately it resonated with my spirit and with my heart and just where God had been leading me in this windy path, this windy journey and just seeing it all connect um, just in a moment's notice and just so quickly it felt like. So I interviewed for that role. I was brought on in November of 2018 for the startup and launch of a new nonprofit, One Hope, which launched in February of 2019 and it's been the best decision I've ever made. Wow, Nicole. Very wow. impressive. That is impressive. <laughs> a little crazy, right? Wow. wow. <laughs> so can you share some stories from maybe some individuals who have um, been transformed and changed because of One Hope Organization? Yes, there's so many. But one of them that really sticks out to me is a woman named Jen. So we support her and her foster family through our One Hope Foster Family Support Network. So Jen's a foster mom, business owner. She runs her own Outpour Fair Trade Boutique is the name. She's just incredible. And so her experience, and you can go on our website even and just hear it firsthand on video, which is amazing. She shared just how encouraging it was when you're called to become a foster parent, that can be a really intimidating call. And oftentimes it has its challenges and it can be very isolating. So she just talked about her experience and how humbling it was to see people genuinely and authentically care about her and her family and just wanting to put their love and faith and action in their life and just intertwining that and serving her and her children. So that's one that just really sticks out to me. Wow. How, uh, I'm just curious, Nicole, how long has One Hope been around? Yes, great home? question. So we formally launched in February 2019, but the oh, vision wow. for our organization actually started several years ago um, through we had a Convoy of Hope event in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And what that looked like was you had 30 plus churches working together, wow. city, county backing, business community rallying, and then nonprofit community. So anything you could have imagined, it was haircuts, it was dental, medical, anything that a community might need, all positioned in one day, and thousands were served millions of dollars of resources were distributed. So we, that's really where it started. We said, how can we capture the essence of the unity of the body of Christ, the business community working hand in hand on an ongoing basis, 365 days a year. And that really is where the vision sparked. 
Wow. Well, Nicole, you definitely have a passion for faith in the marketplace. Tell us a little bit more. Like, what does that mean to you? Yes. Great question. So it is so essential to me. And as I reflect on my own life for much of it, that was not necessarily a connection I made. I always thought for so long that those were two separate distinct topics. But just the more that I've grown in my walk with Christ and just with my faith, I see those absolutely collide. Early on, I thought that marketplace meant suit and tie, nine to five, you know, working for the big man. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that. But I couldn't have been more wrong. It wasn't, you know, back then I couldn't put language to it or context to it, but my faith compelled me into the marketplace, not away from it. So I just had incredible mentors in my life who just were Christians and happened to be in the business world and marketplace, just start to come alongside me and show me how they integrate their faith and work. And it's, changed me. You know, we all bear Christ's image. So when we show up to the marketplace, we are bearing the image of Christ and we have the opportunity to be light and to lead in through those heavenly principles and values and integrate that into our work, which is just incredible. Jennifer, I think we should hire her to be our megaphone for us. What do you think? (laughs) I got you. That's great. You got me. It's right. Yeah, that's great. Yes, I agree. Go ahead, Bob. You know, um, I think you had, that was a wonderful story. Now, this integration of faith and work and how this comes together, I'm just thrilled to hear that you pulled out this big event. Is there more like that that you guys are going to do where you're reaching into the business community, the faith community, and pulling these things together? Yes, great question. That is the essence of One Hope. So we really look to create that alignment to bring together those pieces. So right now we're working with 15 or so different church partners in the community where we've co-created and just said, you know, what we really did is we went through this several month process of just coming together, convening and saying, we need to put language to the deepest challenges of our city so that we can work in alignment to speak hope into those deep challenges. For us in Kenosha, what that ended up being identified was, was racial division, ethnic division, and high economic stress. But the opposite being there's so much opportunity for the church to speak hope into that, for the business community to come together around that. And we felt the strongest way we could do that was through the areas of foster care, mentorship, and neighborhood transformation. Mm -hmm. Those areas all intersect with those challenges, and we believe there's great hope to be offered through that. Nicole, you touched touched (laughs) on uh, racial reconciliation. Do you have something for our listeners around that? Oh, there's so many great resources. So if you actually go to our website, www.onehope.community, that's numerical one, hope.community, we actually have a resources page with a bunch of great items, articles, books, um, even Netflix things you guys could watch. Just (laughs) recommendations as we all are on this journey together, just growing and what that looks like. Christ has given the ministry of reconciliation to the church. So it's something I think we can all grow in. Yes, and you can also text us here at the studio. That number is 224-404-1988. Include the keyword, the number one, and and hope, and then we'll get you connected to those resources. And we have five copies of some books to give away. So, Nicole, do you want to share a little bit on that? Yes, so we have five copies of The Neighboring Church by Rick Russell and Brian Mavis that we would Mm -hmm. love to give away to you guys. We've been on this journey just with the community, with the pastors, and just what does it look like to show up for our neighbors and be a neighbor? That's one of the biggest asks, right? The two commandments, love your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, right? And to love your neighbor as yourself. So we would love to share that with you. So be sure to enter in. 
<laughs> That's great. Thank you, Nicole. Bob? Hey, well, listen, we want you to tune in again for our next segment. We're going to roundtable a fabulous subject today that I think both of our guests are really experts at. Do you realize how your work affects others? And so Jennifer and I and Vince and Nicole will be roundtabling that subject. And you want to stay tuned because believe me, they're going to bring it. They both have got a lot to say about this area. What's the numbers they're going to text again, Jen? That number is 224-404-1988. Go ahead and send Bob or myself, Jennifer, a message. Let us know how we're doing. Maybe you have a guest that you'd like us to interview. We'd like to hear from you. And also remember, we're going to get you connected with One Hope. So use that keyword, the number one in hope. You can also connect with them at number one hope dot community. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here with our both of our guests, um, Vince Machopo and Nicole Thompson Coughlin. Uh, and Jen and I are going to roundtable the uh, verse, Do You Realize How Your Work Affects Others? So, Vince, what are your thoughts about this? Uh, obviously, you had some of your stories there, but how your work is affecting other people. How is my working effect or other people? Yeah, or, or work period affects other people. Yeah, well, we did an interesting, We there's, I like to tell these stories. There was an interesting story about we went to a CEO of an organization and we asked him if he would write down how he spends his time and he did. And, and when we looked at that time, 50% of that time was spent correcting other people's mistakes. And it was because they weren't competent, they weren't capable. So how does it affect it? If we're not pe making people competent, remember I said I, we, we need to develop and grow our people. So when we grow and develop our people, that's when they become competent. And then that's when the senior leaders can do the things that they need to do to, uh, to achieve results. Okay. Nicole, what are your thoughts? Yes, it, our work definitely affects other people, especially from our position and just where I sit with, with being a nonprofit and serving the community in a very outward way. Everything that we do affects the community. So we always are thinking in terms of how do we best show up and serve our community? How do we best show up and serve our pastors? And it's been a really interesting exercise in this season amid COVID-19 and all these just changes and pivots. The work we do today matters. So this is not a season to just kind of sit tight, wait for this to pass over. So it's been a stretching season for us just growing in today now more than ever, it matters. Jen, I know you got a lot to say about this because <laughs> your work does affect a lot of people. Yeah, so a lot of people think that I just do business coaching, but that's so far from what it really is. That's the easy stuff, right? I can teach people how to sell, to market, to message. That's super easy. But what is the foundation of all of that, right? And of course, God is at the center of that. Now, some people will say, well, Jennifer, you don't only work with believers. That's true, right? And sometimes we can only go so far and they'll plateau and then I'll say, okay, I don't think I'm the best person to serve you any longer, right? But I'm still incorporating the faith into the work that we do. We can't separate it, right? And the other thing is that I really help people realize is that um, sales is really about being of service. It's about being authentic. We're listening. We're engaged. And yes, we bring in the spiritual component to all of that. And so when we look at it from that way, like Vince had said earlier in the show, it's not about us, right? It's about who we're here to serve and God will qualify us, right? We don't have to be qualified first, whereas the world says something, you know, different than that. Vince, what do you think about that? 
I wanted to add a piece to that. You, you just reminded me of something. I was working with a client. When you talk about how you impact and how the work, how it makes a difference in people's lives, there was a, a vice president of sales for a company I was working with, and I was teaching him the power of influence and about how to listen. And the important, I mean, one of the important things was that he he grew in his his job. But the more important one that really gave me heart and made me feel good was he said it changed the relationship with my daughter. He said she used to come home, walk into her room, and not talk to me. Now every evening she comes home, she sits down and spends time talking to dad. And, it, it, and that uh, that's a 14-year-old girl. They don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's so great. Bob, what about for yourself? You know, how do you... Well, um... Yeah, I, I had a client, and this goes back a couple of years ago, but there was a, a in this class, we were actually teaching, uh, a part of the, the group was people who were actually on the manufacturing floor uh, for a home builder, um, building prevent homes. And his name was Jack, and he's up in Wisconsin, by the way, and he looked like a lumberjack. This guy was big. And so... <laughs> Uh, after the class, he kind of come up to me kind of sheep and says, hey, Bob, you know, can you get him? And I said, yeah. He says, uh, I got to tell you something. Up until today, for 20 plus years, this was a J-O-B until you showed me where I belong and how I'm a part of building the home of somebody's dreams. I get goosebumps even telling that story today because the simple fact that that was the power of a, of a time and a moment. Now, you know, whatever I said, I'm, I'm going to let God take credit for it because I don't know what I said that actually put that into his head. But the fact that he was so moved by that and came up and he was literally emotional when he was telling me, he was almost in tears telling me how that impacted him and that it changed his whole perspective of what he was doing there. Um, and I tell that story many times, but that was a very profound moment for me uh, and, and literally showed me how uh, through the Lord, you know, maybe there was a way that I actually changed somebody and helped them. Yeah, so great. So great, Bob. Uh, Nicole, what are your thoughts on this for, for One Hope? Yeah, no, even as um, Bob was just talking right now, I think that's such a deep, important connection and one we're trying to make through our work with the professional community. Yes, we want the professional community to just come alongside and join in what's happening and just the great things that are being moved forward. But the truth is that's the reality for so many people where they go, they show up to work and they feel empty inside. You know, what is my work doing? What value is it adding into the world? And the reality is God has given us all time, talent, treasure that can be used in the workplace and outside of the workplace. We have found, and I'm just so inspired by some of the most incredible volunteers we have are full-time employees who are working at jobs and they say, this is my ministry. Yeah, I show up to my workplace and I have that, but this is what gives me energy are these things. So I think if it's not in the workplace necessary that people are making that connection, I'd encourage you to just pray into that because I think there's something God wants to show you and where he's placed you for each season. But there are so many ways that you can pursue kingdom impact through organizations like One Hope or other organizations in the community. Yeah, yes. and that's, that's, that is so profound because part of the, you know, the things that we want to be able to share with our listeners and with other people of faith in the marketplace, work is ministry. It's over 500 times listed in the Bible. Uh, and it, oftentimes that's never preached. A lot of people just, you know, the Sunday to Monday transition, right? And they leave Jesus in the car. Uh, you know, we are in ministry and by showing up and doing excellent work. That's how we can demonstrate, you know, that we are people of faith, that we do things with excellence. And again, a lot of people, you know, and I had that crisis of, of uh, ministry myself, you know, or calling. 
uh, you yeah. know, foreign ministries, kids and all that stuff. And I just, I wasn't there until God laid this on me. And, and the show, frankly, was birthed out of that. Uh, yeah. And I think it's really important, Bob, that people realize, like myself, I became born again very late. Uh, what was it? 2011. And then when I launched Sales from the Heart it was in 2013. And there I was in my first year just struggling. And the adversary was saying, oh, look, you have to work so hard right now because you wasted so many years partying and doing this and that and that nonsense. And remember, I want our listeners to know that that is a lie. Our work is eternal, okay? So if you have not been bringing Jesus into to your work, your faith into your work, don't beat yourself up about it. Don't feel guilty. There's a new day, right, in Christ. And well, it's so, just like being reborn, right? It could be any time. Yeah. Look at me. It took me yeah. 36 years. I was in the desert for 36 years, you know, yeah. before I got it. So believe me, if anybody out there is listening to this that thinks, well, there's no hope, you can do it. Believe me, I'm yeah. an example of that. <laughs> Yeah, Bob, Bob, Bob and myself, yeah, same here, 34 years. So um, Vince, any last minute words here that we want to share with our listeners? Well, I, I was just thinking about one of the things you just said and that uh, that this whole COVID has changed the way we worship in because we can't attend live or some places still don't attend live. And we're saying, and when I was talking to our pastor and he's saying it, it's changing the way we, we think about church thinking about it is an everyday thing. It is about a reach out to the community. Nicole, you, what you're doing is is the work of God every single day. And it's like like a church mission. I mean, it's just amazing. Yeah. Thank so you. I, I think that that's so important. It, it totally yeah. is. And we want to make sure that you we connect you to Vince and to Nicole. Uh, that number is 224-404-1988. Include the keyword one hope, the number one in hope, and also influence. And we'll get you connected to them along with the free gifts that they have for you. That is great. So stay tuned. We're going to be back next Saturday, noon to one o'clock here on AM 1160. Also, our podcasts are out there. We've had fabulous guests, over 600 of them over the seven years we've been on air. So Please come back and visit us and go out and visit our website. And we're going to have a special announcement in another month. Okay. So stay tuned. We got more guests coming up. Thanks for joining us for Faith Marketplace Radio, here to inspire, equip, and encourage Chicagoland's Christian business community. Faith Marketplace is on every Saturday at noon, right here on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Listen to past shows anytime online at faithmarketplace.com.